morning. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to worship. Welcome to you worshiping with us online. I'm Pastor Luis Garcia, and we welcome you to this Christmas Eve worship service. We wish you not only a Merry Christmas, uh, but a special blessing during this season of Christmas. We are blessed that we are here together worshiping uh, the Lord. And as we, through music, uh, Bible readings, prayers, the choir singing, uh, and the message, we can retell the story, the story of Christmas. So we pray this story can reach the deepest parts of our hearts and ready to tell it to the mountains. Amen. So again, welcome. Um, let's uh, worship the Lord. I invite you to prepare your hearts and minds for worship. And let us begin uh, the old fashioned with a call to worship, okay? So this is a responsive uh, call to worship. You will see uh, the, the reading there on the screen. Maybe I'll just screen too. I'll read the first part. You read the part in bold. If you are able, please stand. In the midst of a dark night sky, a star beacons. In the quiet of our evening rest, an angel proclaims. In the midst of our loneliness and pain, God calls. With the promise of a new life. Christ is born to save. Rise up, children, and follow. Amen. You may be seated. Scripture reading from Micah chapter 5, verses 2 through 5. But you, O Bethlehem of Ephrathah, who are one of the little clans of Judah, from you shall come forth for me one who is to rule in Israel, whose origin is from of old, from ancient days. Therefore, he shall give them up until the time when she who is in labor has brought forth. Then the rest of his kindred shall return to the people of Israel. And he shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord, in the majesty of the name of the Lord his God. And they shall live secure, for now he shall be great to the ends of the earth, and he shall be the one of peace. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Isn't it a blessing to be in the house of the Lord one more time? If you're able, come on and stand up to your feet, and let's give some God some praises this morning.
in there. And this part simply says, Glory to the newborn King. Glory to the newborn King. Glory to the newborn King. Glory to the... Come on, say glory. Glory. say thank you. Thank you for your son Jesus that came and died for our sins so we would have everlasting life and that we'd be able to receive eternal life Father through him and we just thank you for providing for us, keeping us safe, always watching out for our families and we just ask you to bless each and everyone here each and every person watching bless this service, bless our pastor Father and we just thank you for all that you do for us, Father, for being a mighty and wonderful God. And we will continue to bless your name and give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
You may be seated. Well, this Sunday is, um, is Christmas Eve, and I invite Janet to come. And, um, but also, it's the last Sunday of Advent, so we have another candle to light today. So, this is the candle of love. And that's why I invite my wife to come. All right. Cheesy. <laughs> when the angel Gabriel visited Mary, announcing God's plan for her to conceive and give birth to the Messiah, Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I am a virgin? And yet, only a few months later, Mary sings to Elizabeth, My soul glorifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. We, like Mary, hear God's call to be part of making God's dream for our salvation and flourishing a reality and we question, how can this be? I am only, yet like Mary, the only that makes us hesitant are gifts God can and will use as God's love transforms us into bearers of the good news. We light these candles as signs of our shocking hope, our just peace, our fierce joy and the love that transforms us. May love grow within us, transforming us into bold witnesses of God's salvation with our voices and our lives. Amen. Amen. The birth of Jesus foretold. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary. And he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great, and he will be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom there will be no end. Mm -hmm. Mary said to the angel, how can this be since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called the Son of God. And now, your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son. And this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren. 
for nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her.
Lord is wonderful. The Lord is wonderful. And you can say, Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Just give me a minute here. Go ahead. Amen. Beautiful. From uh, the book of Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to the city of David called Bethlehem because he was descended from the house and family of David. He went to be registered with Mary to whom he was engaged and who was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for her to deliver her child. And she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in bands of cloth and laid him in a manger because there was no place for them in the inn.
Luke chapter 2, verses 8 through 20. The shepherds and the angel. Now in that same region, there were shepherds living in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Then an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. And see, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, who is the Messiah, the Lord. This, is, this will be a sign for you that you will find a child wrapped in bands of cloth and lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with them an angel, a multitude of heavenly hosts, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace amongst all whom he favors. When the angel had left them and gone into heaven, the, shape, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now to Bethlehem and see this thing that has taken place, which the Lord has made known to us. So they went with haste, and they found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in a manger. When they saw this, they made known that they had been told um, about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd had told them. And Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told. Amen, amen. We got a gift uh, as a church, uh, as the team worshiping here, uh, from Rochelle uh, Johnson. She sent a note saying that she is worshiping with us uh, via online, and that is a blessing, blessings to you. Would you pray with me? May the words of my mouth and this meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Amen and amen. All I want for Christmas. You know, the story of Christmas is part of a story in progress. And so the first Christmas was not at the beginning of the story. I believe uh, that the story of Christmas began many years before in God's heart. Right in God's heart when God so loved this world that he decided to give his only begotten son. So everyone who believes in him would not die but have eternal life. Christmas began in God's heart. And today we remember the prophecy from many years before the first Christmas. That prophecy announced the coming of God to earth. But, but who can understand that? And so that first Christmas was like the first stop in the story. Imagine this, God coming to earth in human form. Not only that, but in human form as a baby, as a vulnerable baby. A baby raised for a special mission uh, to go to Jerusalem and to a cross. And then on the third day, resurrection 
Can we really understand the magnitude of, of this story? Can we really realize that great love from God to you and me and the world that made that first Christmas happen? Aren't you glad that happened? Amen. Well, I cannot understand. I, I can't, but I accept it. I believe in that story, and now I am part of that story. How about you? Do you believe in that story? Praise the God. I am part of that story. You are part of that story. And now we are able to think and reflect about the motivation and circumstances of that first Christmas. We had the chance to celebrate. Be careful there, especially driving, right? But we had the chance to celebrate and remember that first Christmas and about how that story that happened uh, 2023 years uh, later uh, is still the story to tell. It is the story to share. And so this is a story that is still in progress. It is a story in progress. And I suppose that it is the same for our lives, for your story and mine. They are also stories in progress. The stories of our lives are constantly moving on. And although we try to take control of our story, and although we, we try to make sense of things, and as we try to take control of what is happening in our lives, Unexpectedly, things keep happening that mess up with our stories. This year especially, the story keeps changing as we try to move into our new normal. That's what we have been trying to do here at church. But still, the deadly coronavirus is around. People are still getting sick, especially people with less health and medical protection and resources. And yet, as we are trying to learn how to live with, with the virus, as, and as we were praying for the end of the war in Ukraine, a new deadly war with worldwide consequences has broken out in Israel. That's a messy story. Quite a story, this 2023. And people wonder, people wonder, where has God been in all of this? And it is okay to wonder that. Because in some way, they are looking for an answer. Where has God been in all of this messy story in 2023? Well, the Christmas story, you have heard the story, the scriptures and the songs, the readings, the choir, uh, the carols, and you know what? I wonder, I wonder if I had been there uh, not like an angel, but like a shepherd, right? If I had been there, 
If I had been there that night with the shepherds, how would I have reacted? How would I have reacted to the message of the angels, to the singing of the majestic choir, to that great display of power? I believe I would have reacted like, like it is described in the story. First, as the shepherds reacted with fear. With fear, because we don't understand when God is working in our lives. And when we heard the voice of God saying, follow me, the first, the first feeling is fear. Can I make it? And then, uh, maybe with curiosity. Okay, let's try it, right? Let's try it again. And eventually with excitement. But the point is, we humans tend to overlook how God is working in the middle of our lives. In the middle of our stories. But God is there. God is always there. God is present because remember, one of the names of that baby boy was Emmanuel is Emmanuel. That means God is with us. God is with us. And then as the Bible tells us, those same shepherds were rushing to the stable and they found a completely unknown poor couple with a newborn baby boy. Definitely not in the usual place for a birth. And certainly not the kind of place for a king to be born. But I wonder, I wonder if my heart would have been transformed by the scene of a baby in a manger. I hope that if I had participated in this story, my heart would have been transformed. And I would have left that place giving glory and praises to God. You know the story. How many times have you heard it? Read it? Sang it? So now I wonder, who are you and I, how are we today, how are we reacting to the story? To that story that it seems so familiar already, right? The story of the first Christmas. How is that story changing my life? How is that story changing your life? How is this story changing our common stories right here and right now? And also, so important, right? Because as the shepherds left and started telling this story, I wonder how this story of the first Christmas is changing our story. And how are we sharing this story with, with all those people who have wondered during 2023 where God has been in the middle of this world's mess? Because when they wonder about God, you and I have an answer. Amen. 
as you and I remember and live again and again the story of the first Christmas, as people who wonder, and sometimes we wonder where God has been. But as people who wonder can be reminded, reminded that God has been there with them, that God has been there with us. God has been there with us in the promise of a Savior, in the gift of love that Jesus came to be, in the gifts of the Spirit, hope, peace, joy, love, tolerance, kindness, goodness, God has been there with us in the promise that despite hardship and trouble in life, this baby will be our Emmanuel. This baby will be God with us. God is always with you. God is always with me. God is always with all those that are looking for God. God is always with me. Can you say that? God is always with me. God is always with us. So as long we live and experience this story, the story of Christmas, the world will have the chance to join us in this story. In this story, which is the story of salvation, the story of redemption, the story that brings us back as the family of God that, that, that God himself intended for us to be. I like stories with happy endings, don't you? Especially when there are stories from real life. These days we hear so many sad stories. The story of 2023 might not have a happy ending. But the story of Christmas does. Amen. The story of Christmas does. And I think, I think this is the key. As much or as little as you have been preparing for this Christmas, let me ask you, if you have bought a present for the birthday boy, Jesus, did you have a present for Jesus? Because it is Jesus' birthday after all, right? So do you have a present for Jesus? But you, you might say, but Pastor, what can you buy for a person who literally has everything? Because, you know, Jesus created everything, right? But what can you buy for a person who has everything? So let me tell you what your present for Jesus can be. Are you ready? That is your heart. Your heart. Jesus wants your heart. If you already gave your heart to Jesus, you can say, praise the Lord. Christmas is a good time to recommit. And, and you can pray, Lord, I will keep following you because my heart is yours. 
But if not, today, now, is the perfect time to bring the perfect gift for baby Jesus. Your heart. Our heart. And so, all I want for Christmas, and this is my prayer, all I want for Christmas is for us to be willing to open again and again the door of our hearts and take this story, the Christmas story, right into our hearts. And from there, we can tell the world that from a humble stable, from a poor family, through a vulnerable baby, God can rewrite our story. God can rewrite your story and can rewrite mine as well. Your life and my life can be a new story as we keep believing in the first Christmas who brought salvation to you, to me, and to the world. So as we remember that holy night, oh, holy night, as God's story still continues, let us make this a story with a happy ending. Open your heart to Jesus. Amen, amen. and amen.
Let us pray. Emmanuel, God with us most of all these days. Your light lifts up our hearts, our spirits, and our voices. We give you thanks for your birth long ago and your presence with us always. Your hope is more trustworthy than our promises. Your peace is deeper than our prayers. Your joy teaches us to sing even when we want to cry. Your love is wider than the universe, and yet your star shines on us now in this church at this moment, which has become a manger for your son. Help us, God. Give us the strength and the willingness and the commitment to open our hearts to you. Forgive us for not seeking the true light of your love for all the world. Forgive us for not following the ways of Jesus who commanded us to love one another and to love our neighbor as ourselves. As we try to discern this mystery of you coming that first Christmas revealed in us your love, your love for this world, your love for each one of us here, and the mission that we have ahead of us. In the name of Jesus the Messiah, we pray together, amen and amen. From Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, asking, Where is the child who has been born King of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and have come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all Jerusalem with him, and calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it has been written by the prophet, and you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for from you shall be shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time when the star had appeared. Then he sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child and when you have found him, bring me word so that I may also go and pay him homage. When they heard the king, they set out, 
And there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. On entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and paid him homage. Then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. Amen. Thank you. Well, we were talking about gifts, and this is uh, the time when we bring the gifts uh, to God. But I, I had the, I got the memo that Pam uh, wants to address the congregation this moment. Pastor Luis, they say this is Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. But you have led us to this season. We have appreciated your preaching and your teaching. We're going to miss you. <laughs> I'm not leaving yet. You know? Well, I know, but, but your time is short. Amen. Even though it's going to be long, it's going to be short. Mm. And we are forever grateful for you becoming our pastor. Thank you. Thank you. May God continue to bless you, mm-hmm. you and your family. Thank you. And this is from First Church of Pacoima. Amen. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I don't need to open it, right? So this time we will receive the Christmas offering and tithes as part of our worship uh, to God. So I invite you to prepare for you at home. You will see the ways you can send uh, your Christmas offering and tithes. So let us receive the offerings, then we will dedicate the offerings to our God. And we have some jazzy music now. Christmas. Giving God, as we recount the story of your gift of a Savior on that night long ago, we bring our gifts to your altar. Help us give with a heart of abundance and not one of scarcity. Uh, On this holiest season, let us dwell with those whose choruses come will make room remembering your abundant love for us and the need to share that love with our neighbor. In the name of our Savior and Redeemer, we pray. Amen and amen. 
So as, as we're coming close to uh, the end of this uh, worship, uh, we will finish uh, like, like, like uh, the angels singing. So, so we will have um, uh, two hymns. First is Silent Night, then the benediction, and then joy uh, to the world. Um, and so we will, we will praise the Lord at this moment. So please stand as you are able and let us praise the Lord, silent night, holy night. No? Page 239 in our hymnal. Silent So as we keep living the story of Christmas in our life, may the peace of God, the love of the Son, and the power of the Holy Spirit to retell the story of Christmas be with you, with your family, this Christmas time and forever. Amen. amen. And amen. And let us sing joy to the world. Let heaven and nature sing, let heaven and nature sing, let heaven. 
Ha, 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 ha.